You are listening to the Hockey Heaven Podcast. And now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous Forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Hey guys, welcome back for episode 15 of the Hockey Heaven podcast. Uh, we just finished up the Central. This week, we're moving into the Metropolitan Division with our first four teams. Um, how are you guys doing today, Zane and Ben? Good, man. It's uh, sunny here down in Phoenix. Like, way too sunny. And for you Americans, it's 114 right now outside. I don't even know what that is Celsius. Jeez. Probably over 40 degrees. I have no idea. But... Uh, it's good. It's hot. It's, it's hot. I moved back into my apartment on campus on Wednesday, and that's going to be brutal, moving 115 degree heat in my <laughs> white ass body. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> other than that, I feel uh, you on that. Good. I feel you on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a lot. I just turned to a lobster in the yeah, sun. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to put on sunscreen to move stuff. And I mean, it's like, it's ridiculous. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. You got to cake it on too, like thick. Oh, you know, yeah. Gotta, like, yeah, just yeah. layer, layer it up. Zane doesn't have to worry about that. Zane, you know, you're Zane, lucky. <laughs> he doesn't have to worry about that. Um, so I don't know if you guys were listening last episode, but Ben had a story about was it? It's Connor Murphy, right? Yes, yes, yeah. I do have a story. Um, Here we go. So I guess Ben has figured out a way to tell his story. <laughs> when I'm way, really excited to hear it's it. It's not going to get me we in trouble. It last episode, so I'm glad we're going to get to it right away this yeah. episode. So Ben, with that said, I'll let you take it away here and just tell the story. All right, real cl- real quick, just a disclaimer to if any of my buddies are listening. Like, this is not the way the story is like originally told. I just I had to mix it up because I really had to make this like tellable because it's it's a good story. But so it's not. I'm not lying. It's just from a different point of view than than normal. But anyway, um, so my buddy uh, back in high school, you know, had his high school girlfriend or whatever. Uh, they broke up. Blah 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 blah. Um, and so that year, uh, it was like a year later, and so she is in a like a sorority at a school, and so they went down to Vegas, and lo and behold, Connor Murphy's there Uh-oh, uh, Vegas. <laughs> in Vegas. This is yeah. this is in the off season, by the way. So okay, okay. Uh, and he was not he wasn't doing anything wrong or anything. And and from another disclaimer, from what I've heard, Connor Murphy's a great guy, like super good, funny guy from from people that uh, tell this story. Uh, so no, nothing wrong with him. But uh, so they're in Vegas, and somehow they they meet up and uh, you know get things going. And, and they get so they they went and they I think they hooked up. I don't know the extent of that, but <laughs> you all can imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so <laughs> he. They're, they that they're done. She's about to leave. He like disappears. And he says bye and disappears somewhere in the room. And like I don't know if it was a bodyguard or a friend. They they thought it was a bodyguard that hands this girl a twenty and says, you know, get home safe. See ya. And like out the door. Bye bye from his room. So big man Carter Murphy, the big guy. <laughs> um, he says, see you later. Here's my bodyguard handing you a twenty. Get home safe. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, 
anyway, so th that's that's part one. So fast forward to December of that year. That was like June or July, sometime in the off season. Um, fast forward to December. Me, I'm home from college, and me and my buddies go to the Canucks game, and they're playing the Blackhawks, which Connor Murphy plays for. Yeah, and it's the same. It's the same guy. It's his ex girlfriend, and so he knows now. He he's been updated about this, and he he thinks it's kind of funny, but he also like, he you know, it's just that old flame, I guess. So. So we're going, we, you know, when we go to Canucks games, we, uh, we pregame those games pretty damn hard. Like we hit up, of course, Zane knows where Cactus, Cactus Club is and all that shit. So we start there and then go to Shark Club and they have some great drink deals. If you're ever going yeah. to Canucks game, by the <laughs> yeah, way, yeah, yeah. Shark Club is <laughs> the place yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, we get there and, um, uh, you know, he's drinking pretty heavy and he's, he's pretty excited. And all of a sudden he's like, oh shit, Connor Murphy's on this team, isn't he? <laughs> I was like, oh no. And so oh, he's no. like, so he's like, we gotta get in the stadium early. We gotta get there, and we gotta fucking chirp the shit out of him. So, so in I think probably in all stadiums, but in the Canucks team, you can go in early and just kind of stand and watch warm ups, like wherever you can go down to the class. Oh yeah, yeah, it's and most so serious, yeah. So we're all pretty like we're pretty loaded, and he's beyond loaded. Like he is just feeling it. He was all excited, so he's just pounded drinks. And so we're standing along the glass, and Murphy comes out, and he's just chirping the hell out of him, like just, just, just lighting him up, like. I was I was shocked. I thought we were gonna get kicked out of the game before it even started. Like I was like, oh my god, we're so screwed. So like from the from like the the runway out to the ice. Or yes. Like from yeah. The yeah. Glass? Oh, from the okay. glass, like and the runway, like we kept moving around. Yeah. And so yeah, he yeah. chirped him, getting on the ice and just yelling. I'm I'm sure Murphy heard it. Like he had to. If it wasn't that loud in there yet, because there weren't that many people at the building. And I was like, oh my god, like we're gonna get just booted from here. And, and so game starts. Um. And so I think it was the second period and he's still just chirping out. We got Blackhawks fan around us and they're just like, they're pissed off. Like they've had it because this guy's just <laughs> yeah, lighting just... Murphy up and just cussing like crazy. It's like, oh God. And so I, so I forget who dumps it in. He dumps it in and Murphy goes to the boards, like back, back to the play to get it. And Alex Biega <laughs> freaking takes a run from like center ice, like nonstop. 100% charging penalty, 100% boarding penalty. Just fucking lays Connor Murphy out. Like, yeah. just if you can, you can look it up. You can look up Alex Viega. Alex Viega like destroys Connor Murphy, and it's like it's so brutal. Like, so he should have been kicked out. I have no idea how he wasn't kicked out of the game, and just fucking hurts him. Like Murphy was hurt, and I think he was okay. I he didn't come back to the game, but I looked it up later. He wasn't hurt, and but my buddy fucking loses his mind. Like just jumps up spills beer all over all over the people in front of us like all oh, over him no. and That's just gross. is loses it like just screaming at the top of his lungs and so these blackhawks fans come down and they're like pointing and yelling and freaking out and my buddy's just hitting them with f-bombs and f this and connor murphy this blah 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 blah, blah. anyway so game ends and and my buddy goes, we got to go find Murphy as he tries to leave. Like, I'm like, dude, no. Like, <laughs> just hell no. Let it go. <laughs> just won't let like, it go. just as, and he's just like, we got to go tell him he fucking sucks. And it's like, <laughs> dude. So we're trying to drag him away. And, and he's trying to, like, get down. And, and he asks the security guard. He goes, hey, where's the Chicago Blackhawks entrance and exit? And the guard's like, like, you idiot. Like, I'm not going to tell you that. And so. Yeah. He was he uh, he went off on his own for like ten minutes. Like we're going back to Shark Club. We'll meet you there. And, and I guess he went and tried to find it. Couldn't find it. But uh, that's the Connor Murphy story. Is that this? He's been chirped. I think hardest by a nineteen year old at the time who yeah <laughs> yeah uh, hooked up with his ex girlfriend. So that's the Connor Murphy story. But all maybe, in all, he's a good guy. Maybe your friend. Maybe your friend was 
the guy in the room handing the girl from the 20. You know what? Maybe I wouldn't be surprised. It kind of sounded like he, <laughs> he told the story pretty well. So yeah. we should have had him on here to tell. Yeah, He'd probably get into it more. But anyway, it was, it was, dude, it was so funny. Like I was dying, but. All right. Okay. Well, with that being said, let's jump into Washington. Um, we did just skip over me though. You know, you, the intros and yes, Ben, how he was, but. Oh yeah. We never had Zane. Unreal. I know the Connor Morphy story was like something that needed to be told, but I thought you'd swing back to me eventually, and I was. Well, I thought it was going to be a quick story, and then like it was like five minutes long, and I'm no, like, it's oh like, shit, it's we a, gotta yeah, get this. This took season. this took place over like six months. This was like a long. This is a long drawn out process. <laughs> All right, <laughs> yeah, how you are you doing, jump Zane? In there as well. Zane, yeah. I'm asking. I'm asking now, Zane. How are you doing? I, honestly, I'm pretty hungover. It was a. <laughs> All was right, a moving on. <laughs> We're jumping right into Washington. Uh, the Washington Capitals, they've got 23 guys signed, but they're actually negative $1.3 million in cap space. Um, oh, they're in the negative, is, so they have to make a they move. They are in the right negative. Now. they got to make a move. Well, they hold got on. How many full... people do they have on their roster? I just said if you pay attention, Zane. <laughs> hey, he's hung, he's hung over. <laughs> he's, he's, real, he's, he's, on my, he's on the he's on the bad side. Maybe right he's still right buzzing. He's, Maybe he's still yeah. buzzing. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's sitting there taking shots, muting his mic. Um... All right, let's focus up, guys. Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Wilson, Verana, Backstrom, Oshie, Haglin, Eller, Panic, Leipzig, Dowd, Hathaway. That's their forward lineup. D is Kempney, Carlson, Orlov, Jensen, Siegenthaler, Gudas, and then Christian Juice, kind of a seventh guy. They got Holtby, Copley in net, and then Samsonov uh, is their third string, I guess. Um, so they got 23 contracts all signed. They're negative 1.3. Got to make a move. Um, what do you guys think here? Like, what what is the overall state of this team? I think they're they're obviously contenders for this year. Yeah, definitely contenders for this year and probably the next couple years. But they're, uh, get, they're getting old. That. I don't know about that. Well, I mean, the next two years, I think they're probably Stanley Cup contenders, and then from there, I I don't know. We'll see. Have to see what moves they make. But so this might be a hot take, but I I don't I think this is their last year at it. Next year, I think they run into some serious cap problems. They have to re-sign Nick Backstrom, Chandler T- Stevenson, Travis Boyd, Brandon Leipzig, Radko Gudis, Christian Juice, Jonas Siegenthaler, and importantly, Brayden Holtby. Um, so there's so only two Backst- players there that they really Backstrom need to re-sign. And, uh, yeah, and they're two like 6'7D. Um, so Backstrom and Holtby are super important. I would assume Backstrom makes the same, if not a little bit more on kind of a shorter contract. Holby mm-hmm. is a Stanley Cup champion now, probably due for a little bit of a raise, right? Yeah, um, yeah, he's paid 6-1 right now, though. It won't be... So I don't know... Oh, I don't know how they fit eight. those guys in. Yeah. They year. won their cup. you got to give Backstrom and Holby their retirement contracts in, this, in the same fashion that um, Chicago did theirs with guys like Seabrook and, and Taves and Kane. They, they deserve it. You know, Backstrom should be making... Is probably going to get a ten million dollar contract, whether he deserves. Like, you think Backstrom gets ten million? He probably should. Yeah, with the cap keep go, like with the cap going up, and I was thinking like eight. I was thinking eight as well. Yeah, a ten's a lot. He, yeah, ten is. You a don't lot. you don't just pay guys to just be like, hey, like that, that's not how the, it's a He's business. Earned it. the, end of the day. He's earned but, it. He, but you don't really want to put yourself you know, just Blackhawks did. Yeah, exactly. And look at this. Look at the state of this team's. I mean, the next point I was going to make was the prospect systems, and it fits right in here. They, they can't really afford to, like, overpay guys and then just, um, 
you know, rely on some young guys to, to help them. Like, they don't have a lot in the prospect system. They got, like, three guys, maybe four. They got Alexiev, Conor McMichael, Samsonov, who's a goalie, and then Brett Leeson, maybe Lucas Johansson, um, Shane Gersich, maybe. There, there's not a whole lot there. So this is probably the worst prospect system in the entire NHL, which exactly. is fair. So They've been good for so long. Here's my point to this. Alexander Ovechkin's contract is up in two years. He's got this yep. year and next year under contract. Just recently, this past summer, he stated that he doesn't see himself going that far. It wasn't those exact words, but I we're not sure if he's going to play after this contract. Uh, I think the quote he said is he wants to run with children. Like He doesn't want to break down his body because of hockey. So he could very well be done after this contract, uh, which is very sad, that. but... A thirty-five. You know, that, I bet he plays a thirty-seven, but but probably not. Is he thirty-five the end of this contract? He, yeah, yeah, he'll be thirty-five the end of his contract. Hmm. We don't know if he's going to be staying or not. Like this is this is it for the Washington Capitals. If Backstrom wants a ten million dollar contract to to have that window open for the next two years, you need Nicholas Backstrom. But this I don't know how you now. pay those guys for just next year. Like, how do you fit both Ovechkin, Backstrom, Kuznetsov? Um, yeah, you're gonna have to like, make some moves. So you're gonna have to probably trade away. Um, I don't know why they started Garnet Hathaway for a million and a half. That was a little interesting. You're probably going to have to trade away uh, Lars Eller at three and a half. Yeah. Just well, to open I, up I mean, I lo- just for this year, like you look at you look at this forward lineup for this year, and it's it's pretty good. It's oh, got to yeah. be one of the oh, one of the best. Oh, the first two lines are sick. Like, they're full on cup contenders. This team might have the best first two lines in the entire NHL. It's close. The, yeah, the depth right? the depth of one two like it's, yeah of one two it's very close yeah like they have two number one centers yep they have um I mean Oshi is your second line right winger that's pretty sick yep uh, I think Verana is gonna have a monster year this year now that he's full time in that left wing spot on the second line and then yeah Ovechkin Kuznetsov I mean Wilson compliments those guys both really nicely even though I think he's a little bit overpaid but that's fine. But then, yeah, like next year, I mean, if we're talking Ovechkin is done after 35, I could see maybe giving Backstrom $10 million, but signing Backstrom for $10 million is just prolonging the inevitable where it's, you're going to have to rebuild, right? So, yeah. Well, yeah, um, it's, you're going to have to rebuild. And whether you keep Backstrom on your team while you're rebuilding to, you know, give the guys a mentor, that's, that's pretty solid reason to keep them around. Sure. So how many years would you give them? However many he wants. If he wants a five-year deal, you give him a five-year deal. If he wants a if he wants an eight-year deal, hell, give him a freaking eight-year deal. Wow, that's a contract that you can figure out later on. So another part of this too is that um, T.J. Oshie is signed for quite a long time as well, right? Yeah, uh, he's signed for six more years. Tom Wilson signed for five more years. Um, Verana is an RFA. Uh, is it two years from now? Uh, Let's see. yes, Rana. yes, two years from right now at 25. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, he'll get a raise too. I think he's going to be a real good player for them. If they lose Ovechkin, and they let's say they lose Ovechkin in two years and keep Vrana, Kuznetsov, Backstrom, Wilson, o- Oshie, is that, a, is that enough? Is that, like, are they still competitive at that point? Or is, uh, is Ovechkin just too much? Is that just... I think expansion's going to open up some doors for them. Like, yeah, they'll be able to possibly shed a bad contract that they need, or like a, a contract that they, you know, probably want to get off the books at that point, and that might, you know, keep that window open one more mm-hmm. year. 
well, I guess Ovechkin's contract's going to be done. He's a UFA uh, at that time of that draft, so. Hmm, interesting. I, was, I think uh, they got to get rid of the Lars Eller's contract when it yeah. comes to re-signing Backstrom. He's probably the guy that's going to be out the door for sure. And, you know, a third-line center, hopefully you get Stevenson or Nick Dow that can step up. Expansion, is is it 21-22 or is it 2021? It is after next season. Yeah. So it's two years from now. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Vesken will be an, uh, a free agent. And then I guess they're protecting, like, they should be fine there. Protect with their forwards. Like, I don't Yeah, they'll be able losing. to shed, what, like, a guy that they want to shed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was confused by them signing Richard Ponick this offseason to four four years, 275 million. Like, that was. Yeah, that puzzled me too. The, that I was interesting. I, don't, I, I mean, Hagelin, it is what it is. He's not really anything offensively, but. It, um. I'm not a I'm not a Hagelin fan myself. I know a lot of people like him for his intangibles. He's a good skater and apparently he's good at his own end. But, um, I'm not the biggest Hagelin fan. I am a massive Lars Eller fan though. I think he's one of the best third line centers in the entire NHL. So to, to say that they should dump Lars Eller, I don't I don't know about that. Um, I would look to Hagelin, Panic, and Hathaway as my three guys. I would try to get rid of before Eller. De- definitely. I actually um, see what they were doing with the Panic contract. They just lost Connolly to uh, UFA to Florida yeah. at three and a half. And, you know, Connolly was more in that top six. They have Jacob Verana coming up to fill that role. And now they need to replace that third line wing spot. And Richard Panic is kind of yeah. the perfect guy to, to do that. Yeah, the Hathaway contract, that years. confused me a little bit. Four years for a fourth line, like, kind of more of a goon guy than he is a actual player. Yeah. Uh, that one is it's kind of their identity now, though, hey? They, the, the Capitals kind of went from, like, being a really skilled team, and then they added a lot of grit and with Wilson. I mean, I think Hathaway is, like, a mini Wilson. I mean, I don't think he's, like, got any, like, of the offensive upside as Wilson, but he's going to get you, like, what, 220 hits a year, like, yeah. kind of guy, you know? Like, <laughs> I that's... thought you were going to say penalty minutes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, that's right about there. <laughs> yeah, maybe that, too. I don't know. But, um, I mean, I really like Brendan Leipzig, too. I think he's... You like good. Leipzig? Yeah, I think he's fine. Uh, he has I think so okay. much opportunity in Vancouver. He's okay. But, uh, that, but that's what I mean. I think he's okay for the fourth line role. Like, I, yeah, I don't like yeah. he's a he's a bubble like fourth line slash first scratch in. Yeah, so I mean, I think he's all right there. Um, I, I I don't have really any comments on Nick Dowd. I uh, I have a comment because he played for the Canucks. He was so bad on the Canucks, and he was <laughs> he actually, but but he was like decent this year. On it was like when we swapped him and JB. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was better than Beagle this year in, in Washington. Uh, I was like, oh, it's ridiculous. But so kudos to him for kind of saving I, his I career. want to talk to you guys about Holby. So the whole resign- one. Uh, before okay, you yeah, get, sure. we were still in the forwards. They did draft a really good um, first shot like this year, Connor McMichael, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, people uh, were saying that on that one. That he's Connor McDavid, just disguise himself back into the draft. And I, I, uh, I, saw, <laughs> some, I saw some people that had him like late second round. I understand why they took him. He's a, he's a really safe pick. Like he's an he's gonna be an NHL player, but yeah. I don't know if he's got much upside to him. So mm, fair enough. Um, no, well, let's talk about let's talk about Braden Holpe. You know, maybe yeah, they don't even yeah. need to resign this guy. That's what I was exactly what I was gonna say. Like they got they got Samsonov right. Mm-hmm. So uh, Samson Samsonov had a disaster of a start last year in the AHL, but he actually recovered and had a monster middle half of the season and a pretty good late half of the season. So. Uh, I think his middle uh, 10 to 15 games, he had like a 941 save percentage. Wow. 
Um, But the start of, like, his first 10 games, I think he was under 900, so kind of screwed his stats up. Um, But uh, it's going to be his second year in North America, and, I mean, they got Phoenix Copley signed for another three... This year and two more years, so three more years, at $1.1 million. Um, he's only 27. What, like... What's can, the goalie situation going to be, right? Because I don't know Phoenix if they can... hopefully be the interim starter while well, That's, that's kind of what I was getting... going to ask. Like, is there plan to, like, just have Copley the backup forever and then maybe, you know, Hopey Which, well, leaves and then Samson jumps up. That's probably not going to sit well with Copley. Like, he probably wants to be, you know, his own goaltender. Does, does yeah, he, he's well, 27 and has only really had one year of NHL and it was Well, I'm okay. not... I'm not I'm not talking from like uh, Copley's perspective. I'm kind of talking from the team's perspective, like plan-wise. Like they they probably they want Samsonov to be the starter, right? Obviously, they'll take yeah. whoever they can get. Yeah. But the plan is for Samsonov to be the guy moving forward. Um, One thing that imagine. really was interesting with Holpe is his numbers kind of went like it diminished completely once the last the two NHL years have not been very good. Yeah, once the NHL made those new pants changes, uh huh, he kind of just regressed into an average well, goaltender. Yeah, 907, he's a, he's 911. They stole him the cup. They stole him the cup with those pants on, but like he I don't know if I know Caps fans might know his pants sizes were huge. And I, uh, I think it was yeah, Grayson that massive. pointed this yeah. out to me. They were yeah. massive and when it got cut down, like he just became an average goaltender. He wore two sizes too big of pants. Wow. And then he got them he got them cut at the bottom. So and then the size just went yeah yeah the size is just like like obviously the way he plays um I'll just start this off I'm not the biggest Holpe fan um I think he's a little overrated but um he's very blockish and I find that he like he he loses pucks and he re- reacts late to a lot of things um but that's not to say like he moves extremely well he can make those big saves when you need it sometimes, as we saw um, in the yeah, playoffs. The save. Uh, yeah, yeah, the save. Yeah. Um he like he can step up and, and play really really, really well in in big moments. Uh, I think he's like he's always been a playoff performer for the most part. He's played pretty well in the playoffs. Going back to those days where uh he kind of came in and dueled Tim Thomas, I think, when it was Boston Washington, way back at the start there. Oh, so, okay, I was like Tim Thomas in the Capitals. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, and it was way back was, when he came was, up from he came up from Hershey, and I think Verlamov was hurt, uh, and he kind of jumped in, and that's when Holpe kind of made the name for himself. But so like I I like Holpe, but I I don't know if you can afford to pay him. I I don't know if he's really like, yeah, he what's might. he gonna make an eight million? Like he, well, I don't know if he's an eight million dollar goalie. Is it fair to? even consider him like an elite goaltender anymore after a 907 911 and 299 282 years like yeah is he is he oh, still an you, elite goalie w- one thing we haven't touched on either is this defense uh and i think that's the biggest weak- weakness of the capitals right like after john carlson yeah i mean i like i really liked uh orloff i think orloff is really really good uh Ketney's yeah. okay but after that gudas I mean, yeah jensen good, man nick jensen on your second pair like that he's a he's a decent uh, third pair guy a fine defenseman uh, on your on your third pair, I think he's a good. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know, know, if, I don't he's, know if he's a second pair guy. I mean, I mean, and then Segan Segan played all right uh, last year. I think he played a little bit in the playoffs. and He played all right, and he's but... still he's still young, so he can improve. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that Holpe's still going to give you a chance to win every game, and and for sixty games, like that's that's pretty important. 
So for sure, but I just don't know if you can pay him like an elite goaltender. Yeah, no, we're we're no, just asking if not. you extend him, you know, as an eight million plus goalie, right? Like because that's probably what he's going to ask for. Think that's the right plan? You let Copeland Samsonov duel it out after after this season. How how old Samsonov? Oh, he's I think young. he's twenty twenty two. Yeah, think, so yeah. that's a little early, but. I mean, we're starting to see goalies in the, in the league he, at a younger age. He might be a little age. older, actually. Hold on. He's no, he's, I just looked. He's 22. He's 22. Is he? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, goalies are starting to get in, into it younger. And if he can start hot this year and... Uh, and he's been one of the top-touted prospects since he was drafted. Like Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I could... Uh, yeah. You might be good to get him some games this year, then, and see if give him a look in the NHL and kind of test him out. What, I don't know how you're going to do that, but... What are your guys' thoughts on uh, on Wilson's contract, too? Like... He like is, once Ovechkin leaves, right? Yeah. Is Wilson? Do you think he like continues to? Is he gonna find that with anybody else? You know what I mean? Like he he's kind of just been. He's kind of just found that chemistry with with Ovechkin and, and really elevated his game. Like he's a good skater. He hits well. He does everything Ovechkin does. They, they kind of play similar style. Where Ovechkin isn't afraid to throw that body around. He's a big dude, so. Um, I think I just don't know if he's gonna fit in with anybody else. I I think think he'll be okay. Yeah, I think he'll be okay. It's definitely like learning from Ovechkin, you know, being that type of player that Ovechkin is. um, That rubs off on Tom Wilson. It's something that you kind of carry as you go forward. It's not something you're gonna lose because he's gone. It's something you're gonna learn and and you're gonna have someone else under your wing once you get to that that point. So I think Tom Wilson will be fine. I think he will too, and he's got that mean streak in him, and I think that really gets his motor running. So. It's hard to. I think it'll be hard to slow him down. He's not going to be some cool like sixty point shots, guy. Though. Oh, for sure. Cool with the I was shots. the next point I was about to make is that like I'm talking him up, but Jesus, dude, like he's a fantastic player. He just makes stupid decisions. I hate him sometimes. It's... I'll watch the hits he does. And it's like that's just ridiculous. You hate him, but oh, yeah, he's one of those guys you hate him, but you'd love to have him on your roster. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. And and even at that cap hit, like I'd take that in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not as sold on the cap it as you guys. Like, well, let's compare him to like player and look at Michael Furlan, who's similar, similar point production, and he's making what? What did we sign him for? Three, five. I would rather yeah, have Furlan three, five, at three, five. Four years. I think I'd rather have Furlan yeah. at three, five. So I think he's definitely overpaid because he's very similar to Furlan. And, and I only say that like I would rather definitely I would rather have a package of Ovechkin Wilson. Like that, I would take those. Two, like, oh, right? Yeah. If if I have a Vetch on my team, yeah, I'm taking Wilson at that at that at that number just because they have that chemistry together and like that whole line, that Kuznetsov Ovechkin Wilson oh, line is insane. Is yeah, they're 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 dynamic. They're one of the best lines in hockey, right? So, um, but I do think he's like a three and a half to four million dollar player, being paid more because he's playing on that top line and yeah, you know, he he has that rule. So it's the intangibles that he brings and he gets you a lot of hits. He's a great skater for the type of player he is. So, um, yeah. yeah. Do you guys think uh, Ovechkin hits 50 goals this year? Uh, probably not. 51 last year. I don't think so. I, I don't I, I don't know. I think that uh, you're going to see a lot more play from that Verona backstrom Oshi line. I think they're going to step up this year and really contribute. Verana, I think that backstrom Oshi? I Yeah, I think that line is like going to take some minutes off that, that top line. They, you know what I mean? Backstrom and Oshi would be the top line. Are you, uh... The top line is Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Wilson, right? Yeah, you're that's, saying that's Backstrom, Verana, and Oshi, and, um... Yeah, I think they're going to have a monster year, and I think they're going to take... Doesn't Backstrom still play with Ovechkin? Or am I just... Am I sitting no, back No, I, I think it's ago? Ovechkin. I'm pretty sure it's Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Wilson. 
Ah, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Backstrom, Backstrom plays with Oshi. Um, but no, I think that second line is going to be have a monstrous. Like, I think I think Veron is going to score thirty goals this year. Wow! And wow, you're high on Verona. You're really high. Yeah, Verona. I I really like Verona. Like he's been, dude. I've I I've I have a couple dynasty leagues where I've. I was, I was about. I was just about to say. Is he on your fantasy team? I'm looking him up on the Yahoo <laughs> to see if he's, he's on, on your fantasy team. He's, he's not. not he's on not on my. He's not on my. That, I mean, he that, had he 24 last me. year. He had 24 goals. Yeah, so it's not I, out, I, of, out of. I don't reach. think it's. Yeah, 30. Dude, I think he got 35 plus. Like, wow. He's got. He's got a monster. Like, a super quick, accurate wrister, and he's a great skater. And with with a guy like Backstrom in the middle of ice view, who can give you passes, give you. Yeah. And Oshie's on the other side, banging, crashing, you know, getting pucks. Like, that line is That's such a good line. Wow, it's a great line, right? Like yeah, it's. Yeah. And I, I, if this team is gonna win a cup, another cup this year, this line is gonna have to be monstrous as well because yeah. um, I don't really like Eller that the Eller Connolly com, con, uh, combination that they had before that third line before they had Panic and Hagelin, or actually I think Hagelin played last year, but when they won their cup, it was like Eller Connolly. Um, I don't know if they're gonna have that same dynamic as they did like on that third line. I don't know if Eller Ponick is gonna. It's not. I don't think it's gonna be the same thing. You know. Yeah, so, I agree. And that fourth line, I don't know if there's any much offense out of it. I think it's just gonna be more of a crash and bang thing. So, um, I think Carlson's gonna have to have a monster, monster, monster year, like Norris winning defenseman year. Ovechkin, Kuznetsov's gonna have to do their thing with Wilson, and then yeah, Verona and Backstrom, Oshie, you're gonna have to have a monster year. So they will definitely yeah. be in a divisional playoff spot for sure. Yes, yes. And unless you know injuries and and everything falls off the wagon, but uh, do you see them winning the division? Yeah, it's close. So I'm trying to think who their competition is to win the division, and I don't know if there's many teams there in the Metro that are. No, I think the Metro is overall good, but I don't know if there's like those elite teams. I, I mean, there's obviously the Penguins because they got Crosby and stuff, right? But Crosby, yeah. they're next. We'll talk about them after. But uh, I don't know if they're on the same level as, as Washington. The only concern I have for Washington, we just talked about injuries, is the defense. If they get some injuries on that back end, I think they're in trouble. So Yeah, yeah. And if Holpe can't bail them out. Like this if Carlson like... or Orloff go down, they're in a lot of trouble. Yes, they have an extra third-round pick this year uh, from Phoenix to work with, or Arizona to work with, so... They, you know, they can definitely add. They're a team that can give up picks, you know, to uh, bolster their yeah. roster as the season goes on. For sure. They have an extra second round pick too from Colorado. Well, they, they lost theirs though. They traded theirs. So. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Okay, let's finish up Washington with. Uh, they're in the negative right now for cat space. So what's the move that they make to get uh, back into the green? Mm, that's a good question. For Washington. Yeah. Who are they moving to get that negative one point three off, like to get back in the green for the cat space? Because they gotta make a move, right? Hathaway, but yeah, <laughs> they just signed him. Yeah, I know him. exactly. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. Is there, can you bury guys in the minors? No, because they don't. They don't even have extra forwards to that right now. So I think it's Washington. Is it Washington that has um, some long, some injury guys on it? No, it's not Washington. Yeah, like it's a really interesting ask right? because you look at do. this roster and it like yeah, it looks good for this year, but they still have to make a move because they're over, right? There's, so is there really any way they can get under without trading anyone away or cutting someone? Like, is there a loophole they can find? There has to be. 
I don't know. I don't understand what teams they, put. They have Chandler. In these they have Chandler Stevenson. Yeah. Uh, at one one million dollars, and I didn't say his name. Uh, I think he's supposed to be on the roster, but um, there's a guy. Maybe he's on the cap friendly roster. He he is. I'm just saying, like he's he would be my like thirteenth uh, forward. Yeah. So maybe you huh. can save some money there. Um. I mean, personally, if it was me too, I I wouldn't have signed Hagelin at two point seven. No, I, I wouldn't have either. I wouldn't so, have signed halfway. That was the that was one for me. I mean, yeah, because he's it's, a former it's definitely, Flame, and I'm an Oilers fan, but yeah, <laughs> that's just a... It's, it's, definitely, it's definitely something in that bottom six, right? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Is there anything on defense they can do to... Or, hey, maybe maybe it's Nick someone Jensen? in your top six with how good it is, and then you trade him for a defenseman. Who, are you gonna, Who would the, it be? The top six is so good, it's so hard to get rid of it, I guys. think it would have well, to be That's the thing, Oshie. like, it's so good it probably, that you it probably would be yeah. good. Which I don't know if you can afford to give up Oshi. And Oshi's on a pretty fair contract. Like I don't know if he's yeah. the one you want to give up. Yeah, five point seven. Yeah. For the next six years for Oshi is he is older though. Like Oshi's thirty two. Yeah, he's thirty two, but he's so, been good every year. Yeah. Maybe it is Oshi. I don't know. We'll see. They gotta do something, I guess. Unless we're leave some, some leave some comments, guys. How do you guys think? Yeah. Uh, we're gonna be posting this on Reddit, so or on Twitter, tweeted us. But leave some comments. Who would? What would you guys do to get under the one point five million dollars? Or I guess it's one point three six. So, um, yeah, I'm really interested what Caps fans think because I'm not as familiar with the bottom half of your roster. So, um, yeah, let us know. Yeah. With that being said, let's jump into the Pittsburgh Penguins. So the Penguins are kind of in a similar sp- spot as the uh, Washington Capitals, actually. They're negative 100K. It's not as bad as Washington, but they are negative 100K in cap space, and they do have 23 guys signed NHL contracts. Um, their forward roster is McCann, Crosby, Gensel, Galchenyuk, Malkin, uh, Cahoon, or Horquist, uh, Simon, Bukestad, and then Cahoon or Horquist, uh, Tanev, Bluger, and Rust. They're... Uh, defense looks like Dumoulin, Latang, Pedersen, Schultz, he, uh, Eric Johnson, or not Eric Johnson, Jack Johnson, and uh, Gabranson. And then their goalies are Matt Murray and Casey DeSmith. They wish they had Eric Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can. Do you guys want to start with the D on this team? Is that where you, is is that a fair spot? To yeah. Start? Uh, yeah. Let's let's go. You know what? Let's go with our good things first, and we'll talk about the forwards, <laughs> and then we'll Actually, get into that. Let's decor, let's start with uh, a trade that was made this year with they. So their second left, their second line left winger Alex Galchenyuk, they acquired from um, the Phoenix Coyotes, and they gave up quite a bit for him. Uh, they also got Pierre they got, Oliver Joseph. They got Poe. Phil, but they gave up Phil Kessel. So, um, kind of a different dy- dynamic this year with that second line. Malkin's going to be trying to feed Galchenyuk now instead of Kessel and, you know, doing his thing. Uh, that right wing slot, though, looks a little troublesome to me. Um, I'm not as familiar with uh, Cahoon. Can I was going to ask you, ta- you two guys what you guys think of him. Um... You guys have you guys watched him play? Much? I've seen him, and he—it's a question mark. Like that's a that's a spot where I don't, I'm not sure he's going to play. Um, it's probably Hornquist there, right? It's probably Hornquist because he's a lot more familiar, I think, with probably that spot too, and he can—he's mm-hmm. done it before, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that that spot's going to be interesting. That's their weakness for sure. I think that you place that kind of guy with a Crosby or Malkin, you put him in the top six, he's going to produce. 
It's a matter of finding a spot for him in there. So I'm looking up his stats. Cahoon had 37 points with uh, the Chicago Blackhawks in 2018-2019. So before that, he played in the, the DL. The dot, he yeah. had 41 yeah, and 42. He's, he's a good so player. He puts up points. He's okay. Um, I don't know if he's... I don't know if he's like... I would say I would probably say that Hornquist starts there at the start of the year, but I mean those two guys they could all put they, they could also put Brian Rust there. Brian Rust, the guy that can play up and down the lineup too. He's done that, right? So they have some options on the right side. Um What do we think of this first line with Jerry McCann, Crosby, Gensel? Because I really like it. I think it's gonna be really I think Jerry McCann is really underrated. You think so? He's he's yeah, good. I, like I don't him. know if he's a I don't know if he can be a first line center though. I, I think he's well, he's whoa, not a center. I think he's a he's sorry, just a sorry, sorry, the sorry. Penguins, Jared sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, boys. <laughs> Yikes. Whoa. Uh, I don't know if he can be a first-line player. Like, yeah. he's, he's good. He's still young. That's the thing. So, I don't know. The thing with- I think he's got a lot of skill that, like, he hasn't really tapped into yet, right? And yeah. I think Crosby's a great... Like, if you're going to learn from somebody, like, Crosby and Malkin is... Those are, those, like, the same thing with Galchenyuk, where I think Galchenyuk's going to have a good year this year, too, because he's going to be playing with Krause and Malkin. Like, those, like, to watch those guys, just, like, ask them questions, get in their heads. Like, why wouldn't you, right? They're yeah. going to be giving you advice, helping you out. I think, uh, yeah. And, and McCann had a – came on strong after he got dealt from Florida to uh, the Pens last he, year. He, he looked he good. Really well. He looked yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. He had 17 goals last year in total. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the thing with the line with Sidney Crosby, who's already got a partner in Jake Gensel. You know, you can really throw anyone on that third pair. It's not like you need McCann to be the guy to, to – to help drive that line, you know, he's a support player there. I think he'll be fine on that. Like, just... And he'll put up points playing with those two guys, for sure. Yeah, Here, course. Here's a question. What about Brandon Tanev? Okay, well, I thought we were starting with the positives. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I keep running but into negatives. I don't, yeah. I don't mind him, though. Like, the contract's whack, but he's not a bad player. He's a scrappy little oh, guy. Oh, agreed, agreed, yeah. I'm just talking, um, but a contract aside... Like he could. Slide are you him saying for the first too. line or like the? If McCann, I don't see him in the top two. No, he's probably not. Six. But he's a guy that if McCann struggled, I think you could put there and playing with because he's never played up in the lineup and he's still yeah. He had fourteen and fifteen, which isn't great numbers, but I don't. There's things you can try, and and he's a guy that you know could potentially you know break out a little bit on the line with with Crosby. So. I I, I people have him in the only the, if you the, only two people can play with Crosby though. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. People have him in the bottom, the bottom six. Um, Which makes sense. That's where he should be. Uh, I have Simon Dominic, or Dominic Simon. Yeah, Dominic Simon. Sorry. Um, there right now in that third line slot, and I've seen more people put him there. I don't know. I mean, I need to watch him play more. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of this bottom six that, uh, like Simon Beluger. I haven't really seen. I know he's a younger guy. Uh, I haven't really watched Cahoon play. So, I think Tanev is probably a safer bet for that third line slot. And now that I'm looking at it, uh, I probably agree with you. I think he, he's probably that third line guy, especially if you're paying him what they're paying him, right? I, I, I think, yeah, yeah. I think he should yeah. definitely be the third line yeah. player. Another another aspect of, of this team that I don't think is talked about enough, and maybe it is talked about, but I don't agree in the right way, is their prospect system. I think it's actually really underrated. They got some really good defensemen coming and I think their forwards are a little under the radar. They, they have some guys like they just drafted this year, especially Samuel Poulin and Nathan Laguerre. Uh, both those guys 
are going to be players, I think. They're big, powerful, strong uh, guys. Laguerre has probably had one of the best shots in the entire draft, at least one of the hardest, uh, especially one tees and stuff. Pouin is, you know, this power forward. He's a decent skater and also has some great vision, likes to finish in front of the net. So I think that was the solid pick for them. And who like he could surprise and, and maybe make this team out of camp, right? We're talking third line roles here. Maybe he can play. Um, he, he's, he's a more developed, older guy. And he's strong, so maybe he's ready for the NHL. Who knows? Maybe he needs a couple more years. Um, but as we kind of, I want to move into the defense here, and I want to talk about that. The other aspect of this Galchenyuk Kessel trade was Pierre Oliver Joseph, obviously. And you're I really look, high on him, aren't you? you I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm extremely high on both the guys they have. So Kalen Addison and Pierre Oliver Joseph, both those guys, I think are going to be dynamite. And I think Kalen Addison is going to be a Latang type player. I don't know if he's going to be as good as Latang, but I mean, I think that gives you once Latang's older and and kind of gone, that's kind of like your. I think he's going to be the go-to guy for the Pens. So, um, and then and then Joseph grew a little bit. He's a fantastic the fantastic skater for his size, and he has a little bit of offensive upside. So, I mean, I look at the bottom pairing on this team, and it's yikes. Is it not yikes? Yeah, yeah. The, it's probably, their entire it's D yikes. is kind of just yikes. Well, I don't know about that. Like, I I think Dumlin's quite underrated, uh, and I like Justin Schultz. Latang's Latang is Latang. Right. Their top three, fine. Their bottom three, definitely sure. yikes. Fair, fair. Gabranson and Johnson. That is yeah, that's that yikes. is not good at that's all. Yikes. And especially for what you're paying them. I mean, Gabranson four, four million. I don't know how the heck we got rid of him. Years. Oh my yeah. god. And here's the other scary one is Eric, or, uh, Jack Johnson is in their four years at 3.25. Yeah. Whew. And he was bad. Yeah, well, he wasn't He wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, good for him, though. Like, he needed yeah, he money. Got, well, he, he got, yeah, he was the guy that was bankrupt, right? Yes. His, his parents, yes, yeah, his parents yeah, screwed yeah. him over. So definitely good for him. It's nice to see. It'd be nice to see him play a little better. But So the guy I want to ask you guys about is uh, Marcus Pedersen. So I haven't really – I've seen him play a couple times – um, he needs to be signed this year still, which yeah. we haven't touched on yet. Uh, what is he making? And oh, Pedersen's actually other... pretty good. So maybe they have four. Maybe they have four players, four defensemen. Yeah, you're right. The bottom six is actually atrocious. So yeah, it's so maybe they can somehow manage to move Good Branson or Johnson. Oh boy, I don't know how though. Maybe Pierre Oliver Joseph can step in and help out. Or you just like, scratch I think, with I think, him. I think he's your seventh D-man this year. Probably, yeah. Do you think he starts in the league, though, or do they just have someone else sit there, and then if someone gets hurt, you just call up Poe and um, play? I think he's going to make the... I don't know if he may. I think he plays... I think he'll play some of the nine games to start this year, and then depending on how he plays is... You know, he's going to have to play his way out of the team, obviously. But I think he's I think he's that good. I do think you, he's going to have to do it. After, I know we talked about this a little bit before, but after, you know, the dust settles and it has settled... Do you think that the Penguins won the still trade? won this trade? Do you yeah, still think they I won? said it from the start. I think they won the trade. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Habs fan. I'll say that right now. So there is, and and, I, and the Habs fan, it's it's like there's two sides there, right? Because the Habs drafted Gelchenyuk, but he was also an extremely frustrating player for us for a very long time. Right. Um, and he's a winger. He's not a center. And the Penguins don't need centers. He's going to play wing. Yeah. What Gelchenyuk is really good at doing is finishing and scoring. His one-timer is elite, and he's also got pretty good stick handling skills, but he is not the guy 
to carry the puck into the zone. He is atrocious at doing that. So he doesn't have to worry about that. They have a guy named Evgeny Malkin who will take care of that, right? Yeah. Um, so I think that's a great fit for them. I think he, even, you know, if um, Galchenyuk's struggling a little bit and they move, they could even put Galchenyuk beside Crosby and maybe to get him back going, right? Because um, he's a little streaky. So they have that luxury of moving uh, Galchenyuk up and down second, first line. So how that affects McCann, I don't know. I'm just coming at this from a Gatchenik perspective. Gotcha. The other part of the trade is Joseph. And I think long-term, this was highway robbery, right? Because Kessel's 31. You got a 24-year-old. Yes, you need to sign him next year in Gatchenik. But you also got this defenseman, who I believe is going to be a top four defenseman in the NHL. Um, for what? What are, what are the what are the Coyotes going to get of Kessel? Three years, maybe? Right? So, well, probably, yeah. probably four or five. It's pretty worthwhile three years though. Like their ticket sales have gone up, their jersey sales have gone up. Like and and also you're you're gonna you're losing the goals that Kessel's bringing to the the pens, right? Yes. But sometimes it's it's nice to get a fresh start and some fresh face faces. And maybe Galchenyuk is that youth, that fresh face. Uh, maybe you know he brings that. Maybe Pierre Oliver Joseph can bring that on the back end. I mean the back end is looking a little. I mean Latang's getting up there in age. What's the Tang now? He's thirty two. Thirty two. He's been having injury problems. Um, I mean, Schultz, they're going to get him back. He, he broke his leg last year, right? He was out for like most of the season. Yeah. Um, he actually broke his leg against the Habs, I think. I watched that game and it was nasty. Um, so I hope he's the same player when he comes back. And Schultz has been great for them ever since he made that move across, right? Yep. Again, they have to sign Schultz next year. Let, let's go through some, some of the guys they have to sign next year. Matt Murray, Alex Galchenyuk, Jared McCann, uh, Dom Cahoon, Simon McDominick. Justin Schultz, right? These are all guys that are on this roster right now. So they're going to have to make some decisions on some guys. And uh, if Galchenyuk can step up and, and play that role and, with Malkin, I think you keep him. If he has a bad year, he's gone. Did we talk that about makes... Zach Aston Reese? Yeah, Zach Aston Reese is another guy too, right? He's 25 older and he's kind of played, I think he's played like what? 50 games in the NHL and he's kind of he's, he's not right. okay I know last year yeah. he was playing in the top six and he got an opportunity he's playing really well and then he got hurt mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it kind somebody of broke his jaw it was Wilson oh, Tom yeah, Wilson yeah. broke his Wilson. jaw yes it was yeah 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 um what a shock yeah he he was someone that maybe he can step up this year and, and play a pretty good role for them uh, yeah we're talking about Cahoon maybe maybe Zach Aston Reese can can jump in that right spot and Cahoon you know maybe he contributes in the third line with uh Brandon Tanev like this team is very dependent on camp right like guys are gonna you talk about earning your spots yeah, guys yeah, are gonna have to earn their spots in this team 100 right? yep. yeah you want to play with Sidney Crosby you gotta earn that spot there yeah you wanna exactly play with Malkin, you gotta earn that spot there and and that's a huge opportunity for a player like that a young player like that to get that can pretty much make your, your career if you can mm-hmm. get on that line and start producing well so, yeah, it's a, it'll be an interesting training camp for the Penguins. Matt Murray, big year for him as well, right? Contract year. I was just about to ask, what's cups. our... He's had a bad... He's had, like, some pretty inconsistent years since then. Stretches. Injury trouble. Uh, injury problems. This is a gigantic year for him, right? I mean, he had a good, you know, good percentage just last year. 919s is pretty solid considering how much scoring has gone up Definitely. in the NHL. What's, he better uh, look out, too. They're going to replace him with literally Matt Murray. Did you guys see that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Why is Matt Murray at development camp?" And then I read the story, and I was like, "Oh, they just 
that was invited funny. some other guy named Matt Murray. So. <laughs> what what do you think Matt Murray makes next year? Because he's an RFA. Um, it depends on his year. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. If he has another bad year, I think it's like another three year deal, maybe four mil. Yeah, like four, four I mean, or five mil. He didn't mil. have a bad year. Don't like it. It's not yeah, another he, bad he's year. He's not just coming off a bad they didn't year. Win the cup. I think didn't we hold... did. He lose his starting job at the start of the year. Wasn't this at the start? Like... He was. Yeah, he was bad. That's kind of what start. I'm saying. Sure, yeah, hurt. it was inconsistent. Goal, yeah. But but he ended up strong. He finished the year really well, and like Zane said, had a nine. He actually played really well in the playoffs too. Um, yeah. against Islanders, like it wasn't his fault they lost that series. So no, no. Um, but yeah, no. This is a pretty big year for him. Uh, I think the most he makes if he has a good year is I would pay him. Maybe six. Yeah, I was guessing if six. If he has a good year, he's getting like seven. If he has a good year. Why does it like John Gibson contract? Six five, six six yeah. seven. Is that not? Yeah, but that I was that's fair. That was paid out the beginning of the year prior to this one, right? As a contract extension, like it was paid out last summer, or it started even not last summer. It started the summer before that. So this deal was signed two years ago. Now you have to pay. G- Gibson was also kind of a proven like i can he was elite for a couple years where matt murray was kind of like hurt played in the playoffs once on cups they had flurry there this was like his first year or was this his second year on his own this is second year on his own right yeah yeah Yeah, sorry this uh, the the gibson deal was signed last year and yeah you need a couple years at a night above 920 but you know matt murray's won two cups so like they both it's have, true. they both have tenure there. It's true, but I mean, I'm not the kind of guy. Like, if you win cups, yeah, it's a big deal. But I don't it, know if it's it, like it is the biggest your deal. No, no, no. But I know what you're saying. But I don't know if it affects your like. It should affect your contract in terms of like. Here's an extra one million dollars just because you won a Stanley Cup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, it's not like you, that. It's I think I think contracts are more like contracts are more based around your stats and like. Are you have you been healthy? Have you been consistent? You know what I mean, like those kind of things. Because they go, he goes, hey, I won two cups, and then he goes, hey, you've been hurt half the time, and you've you almost yeah. lost your starting job. So like, cups are gone out the window. Definitely not. I completely disagree with you. He's still playing fifty games a season, and he's still putting up good numbers, except for the the 2017-2018 season. Every other year other than that, he's been above nine nineteen. That's solid. Yeah, but how many games was he playing? He's playing fifty games stats? a year. I don't yeah, know. He's been, I don't. I don't know if I believe that. Let me look. No, at he stats. he has. I'm looking at him right has now. He? He, it was so well, maybe maybe you're right. 49, he's right. Forty nine, forty nine, and fifty. 50 he's playing yeah. games. He's getting them in there. Nine twenty three, nine oh seven, nine nineteen. Yeah, I mean, he's got oh, the numbers. Right, he's gonna okay. get. He's okay, gonna I'll get concede. A I thought he was playing less. I thought he. I thought he was playing like thirty to. Those other two years, I'll, I'll concede. I I would still give him uh, John Gibson money. Well, you try think, and give him as less as possible, but like at the end of the I day, I wouldn't give him anything. Gonna, more. I wouldn't give him anything. You more. see how these RFA's are holding out right now, and that's going to be scary in a few years for a lot of these teams trying to sign their guys. And Matt Murray might be one of them. Like I think with goalies, especially, I think Vesnas have more conver- like more weight than Stanley Cups. Is that not, like for a guy? That, okay, like let's I, I say I want Carey Price right money, up right? There. I you think need a Vesna. right up there with them. Uh, I look at the highest paid goalies in the league. None of them have Stanley Cups. Carey and Bob. Who are the three? Carey has no cups. 
Fabe has no was cups. touted as the best Long Quest had no cups by a landslide, and that's why he yeah. got paid that much. And Bobrovsky he also had a Vesna and a heart. Exactly. So well, and Price Bobrovsky had a Vesna heart. Stricter for Asian is a two-time Vesna guy. Yeah. Two time or one time doesn't like he still has that Vesna. Yeah, he had two. But what I'm saying is, I think the for for a goalie, the individual stats mean more than a cup like, let's look at some are there any like past cup winners yep, but, okay you know what fair enough I'll, i will give you that but i still value that cup up there pretty high of course of course but you're not gonna blow your load on your goalie when you have all these other guys to sign like i mean that's a like six six and a half is a three million dollar uh uh raise from what he had what he's making right now right so then what's to say he has to sign like a, a seven year contract with that, right? Like he doesn't need to do that. No, but that's the dollar amount that I would try to sign him for. Cause I don't, I think anything more, I, I mean, I think he's like a goalie, but I don't know if he's, like, is he a top 15 goalie? I think he's right on the bubble there. What you could do though, too, is sign him to a little bit more of a bridge and then, you know, work, sign him till he's 29. Right. And then go yeah. from there. Yeah. Well, he's 25. Is this this is his last year of RFA? Yeah. So uh, the Penguins probably don't want to do that. Let's say he gets offer sheeted though at seven and a half. Would you take a first, a second, a third for that, or yeah, I would. Yes, I would take. I would take first, second, third. Yeah, because the other point I was gonna make is they have uh, Casey DeSmith and Tristan Jari, right? Yeah, they're kind of okay there. Mm -hmm. Um, and they also just signed a Finnish goalie named Emil Larmi, who's pretty good. So. They have a lot of goalie depth, so. Yeah. All right, well, Pittsburgh oh. fans, tell us what you think. Do you think yeah. that Matt Murray gets $6 million, $7 million? I know a lot of it's dependent on this season, but what are you what are you expecting and what do you want that contract to be? Yeah. And what do, what do you want to, like, what moves would you want to make for in this roster to for cap space, well, right? Well, we already you know what that is. Get rid, of, get rid of good Branson and Johnson. Like, that's starting point A for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough, yep. All right, well, with that all said, we're going to jump into our next team, the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, so Philly's got $13.4 million in cat space, 20 NHL contracts. Um, this team's kind of in like a and transition phase. one overpaid phase, Kevin Hayes. <laughs> well, I was just one about to say, we got to start with we gotta start with Hazy. <laughs> yeah, should we just get that out of the way right now? Yeah. Uh, that was a terrible contract. <laughs> and an yeah, interesting yeah. interview that he just had. Or I didn't hear just, it. Like the story that came out. Uh, let me just search it up real quick here. The one about he how they have to said, overpay him? Yeah, he basically said the reason he signed in Philadelphia is because they offered him that much money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, like, you're not going to not sign that. Yeah, but like, like, all right, well, that's, thanks, guys. People were kind of up in arms about that, and I don't get that. Like, that's kind of a basic thing to say, right? Like, if someone offers you a shit ton of money, why would you say no? People were going well, I, I, you're expecting the hockey answer is, oh, it's a good team, and you know you think you do a lot there. But he's like, there oh, has been like, a lack of hockey answers lately. Like Lane too. Like, good, yeah. Do you want to play in Winnipeg? Oh, <laughs> well, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, it's a business, and you know, it, I have nothing bad to say about them, but yeah, yeah. Anyways, we're on Philly though. Let's focus on Philly. Kevin Hayes probably should have been like five million dollars, right? Yeah, he was a, he was a UFA, even so a maybe six, like maybe even five a and a half, six. Six would have been yeah. okay, but you we we went above seven, so. Um. Okay, you know what? Let me just run down the whole roster real quick, and then we'll uh we'll talk about what we think of this team. So forwards, I got Claude Giroux, Sean Couturier, uh, Konechny, JVR, Hayes, Voracek, 
Lindblom, Frost, Patrick, Raffle, Lawton, Pitlick. D, they got Provorov, Sandheim, uh, Ghost of Spare, Braun, Hag, Niskanen. Uh, and then in net, they got Hart and Elliott. So what do we think about this about this uh, roster? Like, is this a playoff team? Let's start there. Uh, probably not. Very, very close. Like, I'd say fringe, but I don't think they're... They have the depth. So we kind of we kind of touched on in the um, sorry in the Washington uh, section we did a little earlier. We were talking about the Metro and whether Washington is going to win the Metro. And we had a comment where the Metro is kind of eh right now. That there's a lot of like pretty good teams, but there's not a, like a lot. They're of okay. Teams. They're average. Yeah, they're they're okay. So I could see Philly. Having a good year and making the playoffs this year. Like I in agree. a division spot. In a division oh, spot. Oh, okay. Interesting. Wow. Well, you know what that's going to depend on is going to be Carter Hart. So it, it depends oh, yeah. a lot on Hart. And I actually really, I know a lot of people are going to be like, uh, we signed Brian Elliott. But I think Brian Elliott was really important to sign because Carter, Carter Hart's not ready to play like 50, 60 games no, in the NHL yet. No. So he, like, he needs like 40. I think, I think, four, I think literally Just do an 50, even 50 split. split. Yeah, even split. I'm yeah. surprised they didn't stick with Cam Talbot. Yeah, I'm not. I, I think Talbot's, Talbot's pretty bad. But, but um, Elliot's pretty bad too, isn't he? He is. So well, you say it depends on Carter Hart. I say it depends on Brian Elliott. I'll say, so okay, I'll say it depends on, on the goaltending. Yeah, goaltending <laughs> sure, That's fine. But I have more faith in Hart to play well than I have Brian Elliott. Let me put yeah, it Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. That's, that's, the, that's what I got there. So, um, But I'm looking at this team's forwards, and I really like them. I, I have no problem with their forwards. And I think Morgan Frost... Um, as their third line center. I think that's really interesting. I think that whole line, I really like, I think Oscar Lindblom is really underrated and I don't know if he's as uh, much of a hidden commodity as he kind of was when he first came in the season, but I think he's gonna have a pretty good year this year. And it, I think it's a big year for Nolan Patrick. Is Joel, like that Farabee, line's gonna be... is Joel Farabee coming over as well? Oh yeah. yeah I don't right? know if, I don't know if he makes a team though. I think really? he's probably, I, yeah, I think he probably takes a year in the AHL. I mean, he could make the team. He's a left winger. So I just don't know. Like he's playing, Drew, JBR, Lindblom, Raffle. Do you really want him playing on the on the fourth line? Yeah, not really. Yeah. So, well, I have a question. What do you guys think of Nolan Patrick? Yeah, this is this is like the because he he didn't improve he last year. He was almost the exact same as his did he have a year. did he have a good rookie year though? Not it was okay. It was like for it was, rookie. It was, it was fine. a rookie year. Yeah, it was yeah. A fine rookie year. But then last year it he was almost identical. He had some injury problems, and the team wasn't great as well so that hard yeah that makes it harder but like i i think a lot of the success from this team is i think that the uh i think the d needs to be better right and i think niskanen yes. i don't know if niskanen is the same niskanen that won the stanley cup i think he kind of had a pretty bad year last year but i think the flyers are banking on him bouncing back they added justin braun who i think helped stabilize i, I mean i said that it was ghost spare braun on the second pairing i think they'd like it to be niskanen ghost spare and then braun on the third pairing yeah but um, I do want to call out two absolutely amazing contracts that they have on this roster right now. One is Sean Couturier. Yep. He's one of the most underrated players. I think he's now has the mantle of the most underrated player. Barkoff is everyone kind of knows Barkoff's an elite guy. He was the you know consensus most underrated player, and now I think it's Sean Couturier. Yeah, and at a four point three million dollar deal. Jeez, well, that's a great... hold on. I don't know if Couturier is that underrated too, because he got Selkie nominations, right? But it, I, I would talk, uh, yeah, maybe not by a hockey like the hockey people, but people who are watching, like fans. I bet I think. It's oh, just underrated. like an average Joe. Yeah, yeah sure. 
Sure, sure. Fair enough. Like, the guy had 31 and 33 the last two years. He had 76 yeah, yeah. points. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yep, I agree. And, and that, then the other contract so, is, is Shane Gossespierre on defense. At oh, that's a great contract. Four years. A great contract. The so fact he, that I've heard rumors he's that, gonna get, that he's going to get yeah. traded is exactly. it blows why? my mind. Why, yeah, why were they trying to trade him? So I believe it's because of Philip Myers. I might be wrong, Flyers fans, but I think Philip Myers is supposed to be the next, he can play. The, the next big thing. And they have Provorov there. Do they really need another? Like, Provorov's pretty offensive. Are you supposed to be like a puck moving offensive guy, right? Um, yeah, but. Really need Ghost of Spare there. But it's I mean, not like Ghost of Spare is like 30 and aging. He's only 26. They just have problems keeping the puck out of their net. Like, that's what Philly's had right. problems well, with. Right. Well, Ghost of that's, that's where he's not. He's not great in his own end at all. That, so that's what I'm saying. Like, they have. They look at their back end, and I think Niskanen and Braun uh, are going to help stabilize this, and Sandheim's going to have to have a better year this year, or a good year this year. Yeah. But. Ghost of Spare is not the best defensive player by any stretch. Like he's pretty, I would say he's below average. And then Provorov is still young and adjusting, right? So, like this is this is the crux of this team where it's like this is where they either uh, succeed or they they die. They live or die by the sword. You know that that saying. Like they're either gonna put up monster points or they're gonna struggle defensively and you're gonna get scored on because this this forward group. I mean, with Kevin Hayes, Sean Couturier, they're pretty responsible guys up the middle, right? And then they got some scoring th- threats on the wing. Um, so I have no problem with their forwards. I think their forwards are probably... Honestly, their forwards are, might even be top 10 in the league as a, as a forward group. Their forward group is definitely solid. Their they're lack it's of really depth good. is defense, but their forward group is... like There's nothing wrong with it yeah. at all. And, I mean, I don't know if this is the year where they, um, they really take a, a step forward, but I could see it. I think it's more likely it's next year when they kind of get like a yeah a full, they can start playing heart a full season because you know that's your guy you need some stability in your net but um and another year on Provorov will help but I mean Provorov has got to start taking steps forward and being that you know top D number one D on their team that he was drafted to be right I think he's been I, I know a lot of the guys in um, advanced stats have kind of been eating it up heart because he's pretty sub subpar like a lot of his um defensive stats are way in the red and his offensive stats don't um don't make up for it right so yeah um i i really love ghost ghost is like i i'm a big fan of ghost of spray he's one of my probably one of my favorite d in the league just because you know he's got the name like ghost and he's <laughs> fun to watch uh he kind of blew up on the scene it was an unknown right and kind of took off so I, I love the story there. I love Ghost. Um, yeah, I agree. And, I'm, I, and you know, I'm a, I'm a Habs fan. So, but I'm I'm kind of rooting for this this young Flyers group because I mean I think the top dogs in the Metro have been there for too long. I think Washington and Pittsburgh have sat at the top for too long, and I think it's time for. Uh, I'd like I'd like to see Philly. You know, I, I'm a big Carter Hart fan. I like a lot of their young guys. We haven't even talked about their prospect system yet. Some of the other guys they got in the prospect system. Um, like we, we kind of touched on Joel Farabee, but a guy like Cam York, they just drafted. Um, Isaac Ratcliffe, Bobby Brink, right? Like these are all guys that um, can can step in and play in the future. So uh, there's a lot. I, I think Ron Hextall did a really good, dra- got really good job of drafting and developing his guys. And I know that he got fired for being too patient, but 
I think patience is the way to go with this team. Just let it let it sit and let them figure it out. He know? deserves more credit for his drafting than he gets. Exactly. Exactly. And, and he's yeah. trying to be patient and it's gonna it's gonna still pay off as long as this new GM doesn't blow things like, up. The reason he got fired is because he didn't want to bring up Carter Hart, right? He wanted him to develop. Right, which so that, that's, that was that that's, was a mistake for sure. Because like, um, Hart was well, ready. Hart kind of proved he was he was ready. We'll see if he has a sophomore slump this year, but um, yeah, I think on the new GM, you got to be careful, right? Like these moves, like Kevin Hayes here signing at seven million dollars, they still have to sign Konechny and Provorov this offseason. We haven't talked talked about that. Those guys are still RFAs. They only have thirteen point four million. I mean, what's Provorov making this year? Uh, oh man, it depends where all these other are faceful. Yeah, because for me, like I was saying, I know the Habs did offer sheet Aho, but this was the guy that I thought made a lot of sense for the Habs was Provorov. Like, if you're gonna offer sheet somebody, because the Habs are super weak on the left side, and I think Provorov is gonna, I think he's gonna get there. I have a lot of faith that he's gonna be that number one D man. And was he offer sheet eligible? I don't even know if he was. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. He? Yeah, yeah. Um. So, I mean, I think that the Flyers probably want him around seven. I don't, what do you guys think of that? Like, that, that kind of seems like That's a... probably fair, I guess. It's a little, I just want to, but... I want to double check his stats here because Can you I don't re- yeah. want, read it, read yeah. him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I don't, so we had, he had uh, 30, then 41, then he had 26 last year. Okay. So. Like that forty-one year was the year that they uh, made, made the playoffs, the playoffs right? Yeah. Got knocked out by. Um... So, I mean, even as plus-minus, it, it reflects this, right? Like as the team goes, Provorov goes. He was negative seven, or he was minus seven his first year, and then he was plus seventeen his second year, and then he was minus sixteen the next year, right? Yeah. So if Provorov's going, he's plus player. The Flyers are probably pretty good. If he's a negative player, the Flyers I don't think are are that great just because. He's that pivot point on their D, right? So yeah, seven's a lot, though. You know, it's pretty funny. They're still paying Ilya Brzezgal off until twenty twenty seven. I saw, I saw that. <laughs> I didn't want right. to say anything. It's not a cap hit thing, but it, they're just they got to sign a check to him every year. Um, that's great. okay. So if Provorov, so you said I don't know if I would pay him seven. I think you pay him seven with term. Like that's kind of the yeah. Okay, that's like fair. you kind of bank like. Here, take this eight-year deal at seven, and then uh, we're banking on you to to Be develop <laughs> and get better. Yeah. Where and then on the players' side, it's more like, okay, well, they're offering me term. It's a safe contract for me if I you know don't develop. Obviously, if he believes in himself, he should probably take a bridge deal because he could probably make more. Um. But and then there's Konechny, who, I mean, I don't know how much he's gonna make. He's he's an interesting one too, right? Yeah, because he kind of what what he's kind of like a fifty point guy. I think that's yeah. He had twenty eighth and forty seven and forty nine. So he's probably somewhere in the. He's probably what he should probably get what Kevin Hayes should have got. We are about to see the cap go up significantly once Seattle comes in. So yeah, that's something to keep we're not in there mind. yet though. We're not there yet, but you know it's something that you can pay maybe a guy on a on a term contract you can pay him a little bit higher to keep him and and it won't be that bad in the long run for you yeah i agree all right well if they pay seven and, and five and a half that's 12 and a half they have they would have 1.4 millions left in cap space so i think that makes a lot of sense yeah 
And then, uh, you know, Morgan Frost comes into your roster and that's your 997, whatever, right? So that's your, that's your, that's your save. That's what you're, that's where you're saving at. Um, but no, I, I have a lot of positive things to say about this team and I think they're headed in the right direction. So I agree. Um, what yeah, do prospects, you guys think as well? Yeah, no, we talked, we kind of touched yeah, on the prospects. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, like yeah. that's that's um, kind of the highlight of this team. Like they have guys coming up in the system if they if they have to shed some guys in a couple of years. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, like if they need to shed a JVR for a Joel Faraby, that's yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah. fine. Yeah, they have the assets for that for sure. Uh, I even know like Claude Giroux's name was coming up a little bit too, right? In, in some trade conversations, I heard, just because he's not a center anymore and, um he was kind of having some iffy stretches so but i don't think they should him anymore i'm just saying like the only reason that 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 was even coming up was because they have this depth in their system right yeah i don't yeah, think he's had two though. point per game seasons like 102 points in a career year whatever age 30 there seems to be a lot of couple of guys doing that hey jonathan taves yeah seriously yeah. Yeah. Career year. Yeah. yeah i think bergeron had one of those um as well like yeah Something about the yeah, he kind of two way centers kinda, peaking at thirty. Yeah, it was his uh, the fifty eight point year he had, right? He had sixty seven and fifty eight. Right, yeah. yeah. And then it was kind of like, oh, like what's happening with Claude Giroux? One hundred two. Yeah, and then yeah, one hundred two. Here you go, guys. I'm back. Here's all the points I missed. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I don't really have much else to say about this team except that I'm excited to watch them grow and develop, and I think they have a lot of talent. So I think they're gonna be really exciting to watch. Agreed. So I'm I'm sad that uh, Hart's on Philly because I'm not supposed to like Philly, but I'm a big Carter Hart fan. <laughs> I'm, yeah, he's I think he's the next. Uh, he'll be the next like Canadian goalie to you know play internationally. I think he's the next. He's the next guy. He's the I next. Definitely carry. agree. He's the next carry. I think for for Canada. I don't think he's ever gonna be. I don't know if he's. Um, ever gonna reach like best goalie in the league because I think there's some really good goalie prospects coming. But I think he's going to be a consistent top ten goal. Do you think Carter Definitely. Hurt ever wins the Hart? Yes, I hope so. I that would be awesome. That would be fantastic. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're going to be posting this on Reddit. So uh, if you're listening to this, I, you probably already read the Reddit post, or you know, you're already a subscriber and you're a Philly fan, which is fantastic. Um, but you know, leave some comments. What 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 do you guys disagree with? What do you agree with? Um, what do you guys think that Proveroff and Konechny are going to make? Uh, that'd be interesting to hear so let us know uh but with that said we're gonna move into our final team here we're gonna move into the columbus blue jackets this is the one i've been excited about because i have never this is the one i have been excited oh, about yeah. too. i've yeah. never seen so much like high-end turnover in one year in my entire life in any league like, <laughs> yeah it's crazy they lost four guys three guys four three yeah well bobrovsky huge Panarin, oh, four, yeah, four, huge. Duchesne, huge. huge. Like those are three massive names. And, I mean, Dzingel and Dzingel's like, if they haven't lost those three, Dzingel's a big name too. But you lose those three, and he even falls under the radar. Like they lost so many top end guys, which makes what we're going to talk about here so interesting. So, should I should I give a like a rundown of the roster, what it looks like right now? Yeah, start I think you should because yeah. they lost so many. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start with the cap space they have because now they have fifty point seven million in cap space. Uh, they got twenty one NHL contracts right now. Their first line is now Gustav Nyquist, uh, Luke Dubois, Atkinson, and they got Felino, Jenner, Anderson, Bjorkstad, Winberg, uh, I think it's Bemstrom or Bermstrom, um, Texier, 
Nash, and that is not Steve Nash. Or not Steve Nash. What's his name? Steve Nash. Rick. <laughs> Rick Nash. Ooh, Rick Nash. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, it's my God. I can't believe I just did that. I can't believe I just did that. It's Rick Nash. It's it's Riley Nash. That's who you guys – that's who he is. Um, did I just say Steve Jeez, Nash? Holy Steve moly. Nash. Okay, I don't even know how to say this next name. It's like Han- Hannah Kanan. Hannah Kanan. I think that, that's Hannah how you Kynan? say it. It's a fin- Hannah Kanan. There you go. Zane's got me covered. Um, and then – Wierenski on defense with Jones, uh, Murray, Savard, Kukin, and Nudavara. And then you got Corpusalo and Elvis. Did, did we miss Did we miss Josh Anderson or I just missed No, him? I got him. Josh okay, Anderson okay. on the second line. Okay, yeah, good. I, I, said, say, okay. I, didn't, I just said Anderson. So. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, can't, I can't believe I just said Steve Nash. <laughs> fuck. I got, I got Canadian on my brain. That's what I got. I got the... Oh, fuck. God. That's funny. Um, so, yeah, that's the lineup. It looks quite a lot different, especially on that... that that uh that top end hey top end and goaltending looks quite different yeah well they're not where, really okay, the where do you guys want to start anymore. they're more you like a, a t-shirt more than a jacket wait wait with how I, much I, they I, shed oh nice saying <laughs> yeah you guys can turn the podcast off now. all right you know what here we go <laughs> here, here we go i'm gonna say something that might be a little outrageous here oh here we go i don't think this team's that bad I think I think they're actually pretty good. Okay, so. we'll go more outrageous. Are they gonna make the playoffs? I think they might make the playoffs. It'll be the underdog story of the season. Is that uh, is that because they I, have I, they have no goaltending? Ah, hang on, they got Elvis Merzilkins. Let's see, they, they got. can't count on him, can you? You couldn't count on who was it? Uh, Carter Hart, who had a monster year last. This guy's older, remember? Right, he's been playing the he's SHL. He's twenty five, right? SHL or, or Liga? I can't remember which one it was. Um, oh boy. Yeah, he's 25. This guy's played. He's played internationally against like um for Latvia, like against the big got the big guys. He's he's played well. So, I I actually don't think it's Corpusalo that this team's going to lean on. I think it's uh I think it's Merzilkins and I think he's going to be uh, and you know what? If these two guys don't worry, don't pan out. Who cares, man? You got Daniel Tarasov in your system and you got Vini Veno the, I, I did this Finnish name. The, I can't, the Finnish names get me. That, that whole line. Yeah, that, that, that guy. <laughs> there it is. The name's got me covered, man. I like it. That probably so, wasn't even right, but I'm just going to go I, with I it. I mean, I, I hope that's it. So, I like Nyquist. I like Cam Atkinson on that first line. Oh, Cam Atkinson's I think sick. Pierre-Luc Dubois is going to have like an 85-point season. Oh, I, I, I agree. I have no... I think Pierre-Luc Dubois is absolutely a first-line player. I think he was... All-star. I think might be great. might be a hot take. I think he was the second best player taken in that draft. I it's I'm on your train with the hot take there. Then I I really like Dubois. I think he's yeah, so good. I am I'm 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 after watching those playoffs too. We haven't like, they didn't lose anybody on the defense, right? They they, nope. they got to resign Wierenski. but this defense is really really good. Wierenski, Jones that second pairing Murray Savard really yep. good. Yep. Uh, their third line is pretty good too for a third line pairing. Um. Their second line, I think, is quite underrated. Jenner, Anderson, like, Anderson is super underrated. He's really good. Josh Anderson is, like, Tom Wilson. Yes, But, definitely. like, doesn't take stupid penalties and doesn't uh, get suspended. But he chips in offensively. had a monster playoffs for uh, the Blue Jackets. Can we talk um, about how that draft pick changed the face of the National Hockey League? Which draft Dubois? Change, what do you mean? What do you mean? Oh, oh, the um, the 2016 like the NHL draft. Happen? It was it, it would have been trade frenzy. Like PK Subban would have been a um, a Vancouver Canuck. Um, oh god! I think it was Michael Bracklin and T 
TJ Brody, Mikhail Sergachev, they all would have been Edmonton Oilers players. Uh, like the fact that they passed over Yessi Pujarvi for this guy absolutely changed everything. There were so many deals in the works. That's true. Yeah. When that, and then they just squashed everything. And everyone's order got screwed up. The the Oilers went with Pugliarvi instead of trading that pick down to Calgary. The Canucks went with Jewel Levy. The Flames ended up taking the guy that they wanted all along, Matthew Tuchuk. Like this, the face of the NHL was changed when Columbus shocked the hockey world and took this draft pick. And what a great and move a, it was! A great pick, absolutely. Yeah, he was absolutely the guy. Fantastic. He was the guy that I was hoping was going to fall to the Canucks. I didn't think he was going to, but he was my. I was like, please, 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 pick him. And obviously that didn't well, work out. I think the the Habs wanted to trade up for him. That's who yeah. they wanted to take, right? Like the, there was rumors that it was Subban was going to get traded with. Yeah. Um, was it was it Edmonton? Edmonton and uh, and Montreal They're, were gonna make a trade. Right? The Oilers were in a three way deal with Calgary, and I forget the other team that was involved there. Um, it might have been Columbus, but I'm oh, I'm trying to remember now who it was. Maybe it was Wait, Arizona because they wanted Keller. I, I know that I know I know Mon- I know Montreal wanted to jump up there with, and they were offering Subban and something else. Or Subban for the th- for, for the, the uh, for the fifth, right? I thought it was for the Oilers. I swear to God, no, it was no, the Oilers. It was Subban was going to be a Canuck. Yeah, a Canuck. They, okay, the Canucks were super it, into it, him. It might have been to the Canucks then, yeah. because if if uh, Columbus takes uh, Yessi Poyarvi, Calgary trades up to four to to take Matthew to Chuck, and then the Habs trade up to five to take Pierre Luc Dubois. Um, yeah, and that would have been. You know, the, the NHL would have been so different now three years Definitely. three well, years ago that happened. Okay, well let's let's jump back into the lineup. Um so I think a lot of the success for this team is gonna have to come from the third line. Um and the biggest hole too I see with this team is their second line center. I don't think Boone Jenner is a second line center. I Definitely not. Center. Yeah, yeah. Right? We can all agree on that. Definitely. So the guy I look at here is Jenner needs to move down to the third line. You got Wenberg making four million dollars a year. And what the hell happened to him, right? Um, so maybe with him, it's just he needs a change of scenery. Um, which got me thinking, who else in the league needs a change of scenery and is a sec- and is a center and could potentially play on the second line? Kyle Turris. Who also could go to it. Kyle Turris, yes. Ah, wow. Kyle Turris. Read your mind there. Nice so job. Could Kyle, does Kyle Turris make a lot of sense for this team to go out? I mean... Nashville would save salary, right? Um, I think that Columbus could even retain a little bit of salary on Wimber, get him down to about three million, and then the three to six, they would save three million there. That would be pretty big, wouldn't it? Didn't yeah, uh, Nashville. Nashville just get Michael Granlin though? Yes. So do they need a do they need a Wenberg? I don't know if anyone needs need a Wenberg the way he's playing. But they need a they need a some a salary, save salary. They need to save center. salary. Is, is Wenberg a third line center with two goals in seventy five games? Two. I don't know. I, I don't think know. He's a bounce he back candidate. Like I think a change of scenery would really help him, which is why I think uh, Turris for um, um, Wenberg would make a lot of sense. I definitely see him as a bounce back candidate. And that would move like I think Turris, like Felino Turris, or even if you move Felino down with Jenner, and then you just made um, like Bjorkstrand Turris. Uh, I kind of, is this Bemstrom or Burnstrom? I wrote it down wrong. Like, I literally chicken scratched it. Um, but he's the guy I want to talk about next is... Let me find him. One second, guys. I'm so sorry. 
Ben Benstrom, Emil Benstrom. Um, I think that could be a pretty good offensive line, right? Because Bjorkshank broke in the league, and he was supposed to be like the next like, uh, like all the fantasy uh, like Yahoo fan tracks were all talking like, oh, this could be the next breakout candidate, right? Oliver Bjorkstrand, and I think he showed flashes, but he might have some like butt heads with um, uh, who, what's their coach's name? It's it's it's. Tortorella, you know, I think Tortorella and Bjorkstrand, maybe he doesn't play the same style that Tortorella wants him to play, but if he could get on that second line and play a more offensive role with a guy like Turris, and maybe Benstrom goes up and becomes that younger second line that's, um, or second, third line, you know what I mean? They're just like the more, because at, at this point, it's more of a, not a second line, but a middle, a middle six, kind of like Montreal style where they have um, a lot of depth and they kind of do it by committee. Columbus is going to have to do by committee this year. So is Bemstrom playing this year in the National oh, Hockey so. League? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think he's that right. Like you look at the other options they have on the right wing, and they don't have much there, right? So he also had a pretty good year um, last year in the was it the SHL? Yeah, he had thirty-five and forty-seven in the SHL. It's a good year. That's like for a twenty-year-old. That's it's a really fantastic good year. year. Yeah, it's a fantastic year. He also had ten and nineteen in the playoffs. Yeah, so I think he's ready. I still think you're reaching though in this playoffs for these guys. Hey, I still think everybody said that about Montreal last year, and I see I see a lot of similarities. Now they don't. I don't know about the goaltending. The goaltending is the biggest question mark for me, but I believe in Elvis. I believe in him. Hey, just 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 to remind you, Montreal did miss the playoffs last year. Listen, <laughs> are we playing a bunch of Elvis songs every time he starts? Is that his like walk? I intro? hope so, dude. I hope so. He's got to have the mask. I we hope. About I, it hope too, the mask. I hope he's the real deal because I just want to be talking about Elvis nonstop. That's a fa- I love that name. <laughs> That's a so sick, sick, sick name for sure. Yeah. Okay, but back to the lineup too. Uh, a guy like um, Texier, who was a favorite from Tortorella, there. Tortorella was talking about how much he loved him. I think he's gonna have a good year as well, and and he could even play up. Like Felino becomes. I know he's the captain, but. Um, can Felino play center? Interesting thought here. He's listed on Cat Friendly as center. He's center can left he? wing and right wing. On, on so maybe Felino moves over, Jenner moves down, Bjorkstrand and Texier move up. Felino can play becomes... center, but the last time he did, it did not end that great for it him. It wasn't good. He had a he had a considerable down year playing center. That oh, really? Season uh, he maybe they got to try it again, but I, I still like the, the tourist move, but if they can't... I mean, I don't know if Jenner is a second. Even if Felino has to play the, the, the third line, I don't know if like Wenberg. I think it's pretty obvious that he's not working out in Columbus. So no, yeah. Um, but Bjorkstrand, I think he can play in that top six role and be successful. I really do. He's got a lot of skill, and um, actually, cool. he's given thing, that opportunity. One thing we forgot to say. And sure. I'm sorry for cutting you off. There is congratulations oh, to the Columbus Blue Jackets on their first ever. Oh, oh absolutely, yeah. yeah, What the hell? That was we awesome. And they knocked off, and they and, and especially came, for who they knocked off, and in what way they did. Sweeping. And in what yeah. way they did. <laughs> yeah. Can we also can can we also congratulate Zane for predicting that? Yes. Not, yes. not a sweet, but <laughs> <That's> like <right. laughs> Zane predicted he the upset, so <laughs> he's got you guys' back. Uh, that um, that was huge. Like that's something that you almost never see. That that big of an upset, and and to, for also, it to be the first win in franchise history, or first series win, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. that's that's awesome. History. Big congratulations. I'm also I'm also pissed though because 
this was the first year I didn't pick you guys for an upset. Same, <laughs> man. Me the too. Upset, so I'm pissed. Like that's. <laughs> you know what? People did that a couple years ago with the Capitals when they won the cup. Everyone yeah. wrote them they off. They're like, oh, they're yeah. the second round yeah. of game, always. right? And then just sometimes, the one time, everyone sometimes wrote them off. Sometimes it's just the weight. Sometimes it's yep. just the weight off your shoulders, and it just it frees you up, right? Definitely. Well, I mean, they still had all the weight, all the draft picks they traded for. That's for true. <laughs> every single player that was available, pretty much, like they they went all in on this year, and yeah, uh, yeah. Speaking, right, well, speaking of draft picks, we that should, first we should round talk about that at some point. It. Draft picks, they actually have their first round draft pick for next year. Which is they do. really good. Which is yeah. huge, but they don't which have any of the next two rounds for still deep draft. You know what? I think that's okay, though, because their roster is still relatively young. And, like, they got Wierenski, Jones, who are still relatively young. Murray is still relatively young. Savard is still relatively young. That's fine. Their goalies are all young, and they have goalies in the system. That's okay. Um, who they're going to draft is probably a forward who's going to help them score. Because that's what they need, right? Yeah. Uh, like a, a new a new Panarin type player. Yeah. And uh, I mean, if they do have a bad year, I see Cole Perfetti being a perfect fit for this team. I think Cole Perfetti would be awesome for them, but I don't think they're going to have a bad year. I think they're going to get ninety six points, the same as the Habs, <laughs> and either oh, wow. make the playoffs or miss the playoffs by one or two points. Wow. Okay. That's Could my, you that's, imagine this, this is my hot take ninety six points and then missing the playoffs? That would okay. be honestly the most heartbreaking thing I would ever see. Yeah, yeah was it, it wasn't heartbreaking when the Habs got ninety six points. And no, playoffs, it really wasn't. Screw you, the buddy. Habs, like no one, like you guys are fine. No, it's true. It's <laughs> you guys true. are your twenty four Stanley Cup. I guess you're saying they're right? like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, we haven't had one in thirty yeah. years, man. <laughs> they haven't won at all. They just got their first <laughs> series win last year. <laughs> I was born and I was born and I screwed them. I, I'm a bad luck charm. Okay? That, that's what happened. <laughs> Um, no, okay, but like the episode's kind of going a little long here, but um, to finish up, I think that their forwards, I think they're gonna have to make some trades, I think. Um, but I think there's a lot of potential there. I think Atkinson is a great player, and I don't think he gets enough credit for how good he is. Yeah, I think Pierre Luc Dubois is gonna have a monster year, and, and I think he's gonna become a star in this league. I think Nyquist is super underrated. Right, like we all we all loved the acquisition that San Jose got for him at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. So for them, um, and he's on a friendly contract too, five and a half million for the next four years. Let's sign me up, right? Absolutely. Um, I think the question marks of this team come with goaltending. Their 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 goaltending and their second line center position. Can uh, Jenner do that, or can they get a second line center? Did we put a number on Wierenski? On Wierenski? Oh, we haven't done that yet. Let's do that. So I think he's. Seven and a half. Seven and a half is actually pretty reasonable, and I yeah, I think that's I definitely kind of reasonable. agree with that. Mm-hmm. I know Jones is probably better, but he and he's making four and a half. But let's be real, that contract is a steal. Jones yeah, making oh, yeah. Jones making five, five four. Oh, what a steal of a deal that is for yeah. sure. So, uh, seven and a half, I think is yeah. I, I think that's probably fair. Yeah, yeah, and that you know what, having Wierenski and Jones is. Is is awesome because you can split them up too. Like you can move Murray up with Jones, and you can put Wernski down. And your top four is so solid. Do we like know Columbus's top four? For? Um, I think he, so. I would say him and McAvoy are probably even Provorov. We're all probably in the same range. And I think it's like a stalemate kind of with the forwards right now of who's going to sign first, right? Yeah, that's kind of what I think is what's happening. So, um, 
I will say, Wierenski is my favorite defenseman in the entire NHL right now. Wow. I, I love Wierenski a lot. Wow. So, um, I love Columbus. I, I'm a, I, Columbus is what has always been one of my favorite teams in the league. I'm, I've, I love Cleveland sports. I'm a, I like the Browns. I like the Cavs. Those are my, some of my teams. So, um, well, I've always rooted I'm sorry. for Columbus. I'm sorry about that, that those are your teams. It seems like Wierenski's <laughs> agent is pretty optimistic about getting a deal done before training camp. So, that's really good news for them. Yeah, I... Um, like he's played, I don't know if any Columbus fans know this, but there's a guy, a YouTuber named Nasher, who does like NHL, uh, like the NHL series, the EA, uh, and he's played with uh, with Renski a couple times online, and I mean, I think he loves the Columbus community and that whole. I think he likes playing there, so I I, I expect that to get done pretty quick. I heard he's pretty good before as well. training camp. Yeah. So closing thoughts? Any any closing thoughts, you guys? I. Still, I'm not on board with them making the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to be as bad as people expect them to be. As, you know what? Like Ve- see... Vegas gave them like 84 points or something. And I think they're going to be better. Dude, than that. It, honestly though, if you're if you're betting right now, I think Columbus is a good team to bet on. Like in terms of Ve- like Ve- I think they said that they were the odds for Columbus were the second lowest odds. The only team behind Columbus was Ottawa. I think. And that's that's Jeez. not right. They're not. That's that not bad. right. No, I can no, see them that's, that's in a wild card spot, but I exactly. don't know about a divisional spot at 96 points. Uh, yeah. Okay, maybe not a division spot, but I, I'll. I think for sure, wild card wild card spot is feasible, especially with how the Metro is right now. Like, there's a lot of question mark teams. Like, how are the Rangers gonna play? No, uh, is Pittsburgh? It's Pittsburgh gonna fall off? Is Philly for real? Like, I what think are they it's doing? Pretty clear cut. Like Washington, Pittsburgh, and then and the New Jersey is your are your division spots. New Jersey. Really foreshadowing into next episode. Well, you know what, guys? We'll next episode, guys we're gonna cover all that. Episode. We got we got the Rangers, we got the both New York teams, the Jersey and Carolina. Next episode, guys, we're gonna finish up the Metro Division. We uh, hope you really like liked this episode. And as always, if you disagree with us, you have any comments, anything, we post all this stuff in each team's Reddit. Let's hear uh, it. We also tweet it all out, so you can tweet at us. Um, I know we've had a couple Ottawa. Or one Ottawa guy, he's been tweeting. Wait, he's he's really excited for it's Ottawa. It's coming. We'll get I there. promise. It's coming. It's coming. It's We're gonna, gonna be there. like the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're just Should we just make guy. it the he's last? Even la- yeah. the last episode. They're, they're in last place, and the last episode will be on. <laughs> <laughs> All oh, right, geez. but uh, yeah. So f- give us a follow at on Twitter at Hockey Heaven Pod for all our updates. We tweet out all our episodes there. Uh, you can find us on Reddit on all the team pages. Hopefully, your team doesn't block our post like the Blackhawks did those motherfuckers did (laughs) Oilers and Blackhawks god yep but with that said thanks guys for listening uh we really appreciate all the support and all the viewerships we've been getting a lot more downloads lately so we you know we're super uh appreciative for all that and we just hope to bring you more awesome content down the road and and next year so make sure you follow at hockey heaven pod on twitter yeah yeah for all of our our updates and yeah we'll see you guys next week for part two of metro booming